Father in heaven, we thank you for today's time we have in reading your word. We thank you, Father God, for September the 7th. Yes, Lord. Lord, we enjoy your word. We say yes and amen, Lord. Quicken us, Lord, according to your word. Amen. Lord, enlarge our hearts and our minds, Lord God. Thank you for blessing us once and for all, Lord, with Jesus Christ as our Lord, our Savior, our friend, our healer, Lord, our provider, Lord. We just thank you for all these things, Lord. You provide peace and you provide the word, Lord. There's no excuse, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, for all the blessings you've given us, Lord, from head to toe and all around us, Lord. We're we are satisfied with our care, Lord. We just want to thank you for that. Thank you. Songs of Songs, September 7th, Young Man, Chapter 5 through Chapter 814. Okay, okay. here we go. I have entered my garden, my treasure, my bride. I gather myrrh and my spices and eat honeycomb with my honey. I drink wine with my milk. A little loudly. <laughs> uh, our young woman of Jerusalem, O lover and beloved, eat and drink, yes, drink deeply of your love. Young woman, I slept, but my heart was awake. When I heard my liver knocking and calling, Open to me, my treasure, my darling, my dove, my perfect one. My head is drenched with dew, my hair with the dampness of the night. But I have responded, I have taken off my robe. Should I get dressed again? I have washed my feet. Should I get them soiled? My lover tried to unlatch the door, and my heart thrilled within me. I jumped up to open the door for my love, and my hands dripped with perfume. My fingers dripped with lovely myrrh, and I pulled back the bolt. I opened to my lover, but he was gone. My heart sank. I searched for him, but could not find him anywhere. I called to him, but there was no reply. The night watchmen found me as they made their rounds. They beat and bruised me and stripped off my veil. Those watchmen on the walls. Make that make this promise, O women of Jerusalem, if you find my lover, tell him I am weak with love. Young women of Jerusalem, why is your lover better than all the others all others? O women of rare beauty, what makes your lover so special? that we must promise this. Young woman, my lover is dark and dazzling, better than 10,000 others. His head is fine as gold, his wavy hair is black as a raven, his eyes sparkle like doves. Besides springs of water, they are set like jewels. Washed in milk, His cheeks are like gardens of spices, giving off fragrance. His lips are like lilies, perfumed with myrrh. His arms are like rounded bars of gold. His body is like bright ivory, 
glowing with lapis lazuli. Amen. His legs are like marble pillars set in sockets of finest gold. His posture is stately like the noble cedars of Lebanon. His mouth is sweetness itself. He is desirable in every way. Such, O oh woman of Jerusalem, Jerusalem, is my lover, my friend. Young women of Jerusalem, where has your lover gone, O oh woman of rare beauty? Which way did he turn so we can help you find him? Young woman, my lover has gone down to his garden, to his spice beds, to browse in the gardens and gather the lilies. I am my lover's and my lover is mine. He browses among the lilies. Young man, you are beautiful, my darling, like the lovely city of Tir Tirsa. Yes, as beautiful as Jerusalem, as majestic as an army with billowing banners. Turn your eyes away for the overpower, for they overpower me. Your hair fails, falls in waves like a flock of goats winding down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are as white as sheep, they are freshly washed. Your smile is flawless, each tooth matched with its twin. Your cheeks are like rosy pomegranates behind your veil. Even among sixty guests and eighty concubines and countless young women, I would still choose my dove, my perfect one, the favorite of her mother, dearly loved by all the one who bore her. The young women see her and praise her, even queens and royal concubines sing her praises. Who is this, arising like the dawn, as fair as the moon, as bright as the sun? as majestic as an army with billowing banners i went down to the oh, young woman i went down to the grove of walnut trees and out to the valley to see the new spring growth to see whether the grapevines had budded or the pomegranates were in bloom before i realized it my strong desires had taken me to the chariot of a noble man young women of jerusalem return return to us o maid of shulam Come back, come back, so we may see you again. Young man, why do you stare at this young woman of Shalom as she moves so gracefully between two lines of dancers? How beautiful are your sandal feet, O queenly maiden! Your rounded thighs are like jewels, the work of a skilled craftsman. Your navel is perfectly formed, like a goblet filled with mixed wine. Between your thighs lies a mound of wheat bordered with lilies. Your breasts are like two fawns, twin fawns of gazelle. Your neck is as beautiful as an ivory tower. Your eyes are like the sparkling pools in Heshbon. By the gate of Bat-Ramin. Your nose is as fine as the Tower of Lebanon overlooking Damascus. Your head is as majestic as Mount Carmel, and the sheens of your hair radiates royalty. 
The king is held captive by his stresses. Oh, how beautiful you are. How pleasing, my love. How full of delights. You are slender like a palm tree, and your breasts are like its clusters of fruit. I said I will climb the palm tree and take hold of its fruit. May your breasts be like grape clusters, and the fragrance of your breath like apples. May your kisses be as exciting as the best wine, flowing gently over lips and teeth. Oh, okay. Young woman. Young woman. I am my lover's, and he claims me as his own. Claims me. Come, on, come, my love, let us go out to the fields and spend the night among the wildflowers. Let us get up early and go to the vineyards to see if the grapevines have budded, if the blossoms have opened, and if the pomegranates have bloomed. There I will give you, my love. Then the mandrakes give off their fragrance, for the finest fruits are at our door. New delights as well as old, which I have saved for you, my lover. Young woman, oh, I wish you were my brother, who nursed at my, brother, my mother's breast. Then I could kiss you no matter who was watching, and no one would criticize me. I would bring you to my childhood home, and there you would teach me. I would give you spiced wine to drink, my sweet pomegranate wine. You left, your left arm would be under my head, and your right arm would embrace me. Promise me, O woman of Jerusalem, not to awaken love until the time is right. Young woman, woman, women, I'm aroused, I've aroused you under the apple tree where your mother gave birth, where in great pain she delivered you. Place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death. For love is as strong as death, its jealousy, as enduring as the grave. Love flashes the fire, the brightest kind of flame. Many waters cannot quench love, nor can rivers drown it. If a man try to buy love with all his wealth, his offer would be utterly scorned. The young woman's brothers. Go ahead. We have a little sister. Too young to have breasts. What will we do for our sister? If someone asks to marry her, if she is a virgin like a wall, we will protect her with a silver, like a silver tower. But if she is promiscuous like a swinging door, we will block her door with a cedar bar. I was a virgin like a wall. Now my breasts are like towers. When my lover looks at me, he delighted with what he sees. He is delighted with what he sees. Solomon has a vineyard at Baal Haman, which he leases out to tenant farmers. Each of them pays a thousand pieces of silver for harvesting its fruit. But my vineyard is mine to give. And Solomon need not pay a thousand pieces of silver, but I will give... 200 pieces to those who care for its vines. Young man, oh my darling, lingering in the gardens, your companions are fortunate to hear your voice. Let me, let me hear it too. Come away, 
away, my love. Be like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountains of spices. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Okay, let me go ahead and read uh, today's study. Amen. Songs of Songs, 8, 6 through 7. Paul shows how marriage represents Christ's relationship in his church in Ephesians 5, 22 and 23. And John pictures the second coming as the great marriage feast for Christ and his bride, his faithful followers, Revelations 19, 7 and 8, 21 and 1 through 2. Many theologians have thought that the Songs of Songs is an allegory showing Christ's love for his church. It might be better to say the Songs of Songs is a love poem about a real human love relationship and that all loving, committed marriage are reflections of God's love. Amen. In this final description of their love, the girl includes some of its significant characteristics. Love is as strong as death. It cannot be killed by time or disaster and cannot be bought for any price because it is freely given. Love is priceless and even the richest king cannot buy it. Love must be accepted as a gift from God and then share within the guidelines God provides. Accept the love of your spouse as God's gift and thrive to make your love a reflection of the perfect love that comes from God himself. Amen. Amen. All right, 2 Corinthians 9, 1-15. through 15. I, Paul, really don't need to write you to you about the ministry of giving for the believers in Jerusalem. For I know how eager you are to help, and I have been boasting to the churches in Macedonia that you and Greece were ready to send an offering a year ago. In fact, it was your enthusiasm that stirred up many of the Macedonians' believers to begin giving. But I am sending these brothers to be sure you really are ready as I have been telling them, and that your money is all collected. I don't want to be wrong in my boasting about you. We would be embarrassed not to mention your own embarrassment if some Macedonian believers came with me and found that you weren't ready after all I have told them. So I thought I should send these brothers ahead of me to make sure the gift you promised is ready. But I want it to be a willing gift, not one given grudgingly. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty, left over to share with others. As the scripture says, they shall freely and give generously. They shall share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. 
So two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met, and they will joyfully express their thankfulness to God. Amen. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them and to all believers will provide that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. And they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given to you. Thank God for this gift to wonderful word for words. Amen. 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 Any comments? Yes, we like that scripture, Second Corinthians nine eight, and we pray that you know we are generous givers. And I like that it says that we'll always, you know, when that God's the one who provides the, the seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Is that the one we have an amplified on the amplified? Bible? Yeah, Second uh-huh. Corinthians nine eight, which is that God is able to make all grace abound to you, so you'll always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. This is this this particular uh, scripture uh, version. Um. <laughs> but it's it's great that um, you know we gotta be. Uh, I like this in the beginning. You got a willing gift, not a gift given through grudges, grudgingly. Um, but there's two things that take place. It says that the people will have their needs met, but also God will get glory because of that. You know there'll be much thanksgiving to God of the gift of giving so two, you know there's a multiple multiplication there or a double thing that takes place but even so it's God who gives you more seed you know if you steward it correctly he'll give you more seed to sow amen amen well, increase because it said up here I like that so so we will have everything we need and yeah. plenty left over to, to share bless with others. others. To that's, bless that's others. my God. Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. They share freely and give generously to the poor. Their Amen. good deeds will be remembered forever. Amen. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and Amen. then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when you take your gift to those who need them, they will think, thank God. Amen. Amen, Lord. Thank you. Pray the Psalms. Ask God for his cleansing mercy. Ask him for the right spirit in which to serve and worship. Oh. Um... For Psalm 51, Psalm 51, 119. Mm-hmm. Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion. Blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I've done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me, but you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my 
joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels, and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God, who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Look with favor on Zion help her. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit. With burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. And Proverbs 22, 24-25 says, Don't befriend any angry people. Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people. Or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Isn't that amazing how angry people can can affect our peace of mind? Definitely, even if it's not directly at you. Even if you're in the grocery store and somebody is angry, Uh you know, it just... That affects you. You just feel bad coming out, you know. You know, you certainly have to be like little children, you know, and watch out for people that are taking pharmaceuticals and they're always tense. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Thank you for your reading, Anna. Amen. You're welcome, babe. Um. (laughs) Father, we thank you, Lord God, for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for the Songs of Solomon. Thank you for September the 5th. Give us icy... Here, oh, September the 6th, excuse me. Give me eyes and ears to hear what the Holy Spirit says to the church, to our heart. Help us to hear Jesus in, in the, the scriptures. Yes. Anna, take it away. Okay, Amen. Song of Songs 1 1 to 416. Kiss me and kiss me again, for your love is sweeter than wine. How fragrant your cologne. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, babe. You're, you're not going to record it the third time. Okay. Your name is like... Your... You? Hold on. Why are you laughing? I don't know. I got the giggles, babe. Okay. Kiss me and kiss me again for your knee. <laughs> for your... For your love is your sweeter name. than wine. How fragrant your cologne. Your name is like its spreading fragrance. No wonder all the young women love you. Take me with you. Come, let's run. The king has brought me into his bedroom. Young women of Jerusalem, how happy we are for you, O king. We praise your love even more than wine. Just keep going. You don't have to say Okay. How how right they are to adore you. You are the young woman, okay? Okay. I am dark but beautiful. O woman of Jerusalem, dark as the tents of Kedar, dark as the curtains of Solomon's tents. Don't stare at me because I'm dark. The sun has darkened my skin. My brothers were angry with me. They forced me to care for 
their vineyards so I couldn't care for myself, my own vineyard. Tell me, my love, where are you leading your flock today? Where will you rest your sheep at noon? For why should I wander like a prostitute among your friends and their flocks? If you don't know, O most beautiful woman, follow the trail of my flock and grace your young goats by the shepherd's tents. You are as exciting, my darling, as a mare among Pharaoh's stallions. <laughs> How lovely are your cheeks, your earning earrings set them on fire. How lovely is your neck, enhanced by a steering string of jewels. We will make for you earrings of gold and beads of silver. Amen. Uh, the king is lying on his couch, enchanted by the fragrance of my perfume. My lover is like a sachet of myrrh, lying between my breasts. He's like a bouquet of sweet henna blossoms from the vineyards of Engedi. How beautiful you are, my darling. How beautiful. Your eyes are like doves. You are so handsome, my love. Pleasing beyond words. The soft grass is our bed. Fragrant cedar branches are the beans of our house, and pleasant smelling firs are the rafters. I am the spring corcus, crocus blooming on the Sharon Plain, the lily of the valley. Like a lily among twistles this is my darling among young women. Like the finest apple tree in the orchard is my lover among other young men. I sit in his delightful shade and taste his delicious fruit. He escorts me to the banquet hall. It's obvious how much he loves me. Strengthen me with raisin cakes. Refresh me with the apples, for I am weak with love. His left arm is under my head, and his right arm embraces me. Uh, promise me, O woman of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and wild deer, not to awaken love until the time is right. Uh, I hear my lover coming. He's leaping over the mountains, bounding over the hills. My lover is like a swift gazelle of a young stag, or a young stag. Look, there he is behind the wall, looking through the window, peering in the room, into the room. My lover said to me, Rise up, my darling. Come away with me, my fair one. Look, the winter is past, and the rains are over and gone. The flowers are springing up, the season of singing birds has come, and the cooing of the turtle doves fills the air. The fig trees are forming young fruit, and the fragrance grapevines are blossoming. Rise up, my darling, come away with me, my fair one. My dove is hiding behind the rocks, behind an outcrop on the cliff. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is pleasant and your face is lovely. Catch all the foxes, those little foxes, before they ruin the vineyard of love, for the grapevines are blossoming. My lover is mine and I am his. He browses among the lilies. Before the dawn breezes blow and the night shadows flee, return to me, my love, like a gazelle of a, or a young stag on the rugged mountains. One night, as I lay in bed, I yearned for my lover. I yearned for him, but he did not come. So I said to myself, I will get up and roam the city. 
Searching in all its streets and squares, I will search for the one I love. So I searched everywhere but did not find him. The watchmen stopped me as they made their rounds, and I asked, Have you seen the one I love? Then scarcely had I left them when I found my love. I caught and held him tightly. Then I brought him to my mother's house, into my mother's bed, where I had been conceived. Promise me, O woman of Jerusalem, by the gazelles and wild deer, not to awaken love until the time is right. Who is this sweeping in from the wilderness like a cloud of smoke? Who is fragrant with myrrh and frankincense, with every kind of spice? Look at Solomon's carriage, surrounded by sixty hero heroic men, the best of Israel's soldiers. They are all skilled swordsmen. Experienced warriors, each wears a sword on his thigh, ready to defend the king against an attack in the night. King Solomon's carriage is built of wood imported from Lebanon. Its posts are silver, its canopy gold. Its cushions are purple. It was decorated with love by the young women of Jerusalem. Um, come out to see King Solomon. Young women of Jerusalem, he wears the crown his mother gave him on his wedding day, his most joyous day. You are more beautiful, my darling, beautiful beyond words. Your eyes are like doves behind your veil. Your hair falls in waves like a flock of goats winding <laughs> down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are as white as sheep. Resonantly shown and freshly washed. Your smile is flawless, each tooth matched with its twin. Your lips are like scarlet ribbon, your mouth is inviting. Your cheeks are like rosy pomegranates behind your veil. Your neck is as beautiful as the Tower of David, jewel with the shields of a thousand heroes. Your breasts are like two fawns, twin fawns of a gazelle grazing among the lilies. Before the dawn breezes blow and the night shadows flee, I will hurry, hurry to the mountain of my of mirror and to the hill of Frankenstein. You are altogether beautiful, my darling, beautiful in every way. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Come with me from Lebanon. Come down from Mount Amana, from the peaks of Sinir and Hermon, where the lions have their dens and leopards live among the hills. You have captured my heart, my treasure, my pride. You hold it hostage with one glance of your eyes, with a single jewel of your necklace. Your love delights me, my treasure, my bride. Your love is better than wine. Your perfume more fragrant than spices. Your lips are as sweet as nectar, my bride. Honey and milk are under your tongue. Your clothes are scented like the cedars of Lebanon. You are my private garden, my treasure, my bride. A secluded spring, a hidden fountain. Your thighs shelter a paradise of pomegranates with rare spices. 
Henna with nard, nard and saffron, fragrant columns and cinnamon, with all the trees of frankincense, myrrh and aloes, and every other lovely spice. You are a garden fountain, a well of fresh water, streaming down from Lebanon mountains. Awake, north wind, rise up, south wind, blow on my garden and spread its fragrance all around. Come into your garden, my love, taste its finest fruits. Amen. I have entered my garden, my treasure, my bride. I gather yeah, no. myrrh with my spices and eat honeycomb with my honey. I drink wine with my milk. It says, we feel like awkward onlookers when we read this. Intensely private and intimate exchange in the ecstasy of their love. The lovers praise each other using beautiful imagery. Their words may seem stronger to readers from a different culture, but their intense feelings of love and admiration are universal. The lovers celebrate their joy in God's creation and in their love. God created the world, the beauty of nature, and the gifts of love and sex. And he gave, he gave us senses to enjoy them all. Never let problems, conflicts, or the fading of time ruin your ability to enjoy God's good gifts. Enjoy the world God has created, including the gift of sex in a committed marriage. Solomon's bride was a refreshing to him as a garden spring. Could your spouse say the same about you? Sometimes the familiarity that accompanies marriage causes us to forget the overwhelming feelings of love and bliss we once shared. Do you refresh your spouse or are you a burden of complaints, sorrows, and problems? Partners in marriage should continually look for creative ways to restore life and to love each other. Amen. Amen. Nice commentary. Okay. Okay, what's the other reading? Second uh, Corinthians eight sixteen to twenty four. Okay, go okay. ahead. Start it. Okay, but thank God He's given us Titus the same enthusiasm for you, Corinthians, that I Paul have. Titus welcomed our request that he visit you again. In fact, he himself was very eager to go and see you. We are also sending another brother with Titus. All the churches praise him as a preacher of the good news. He was appointed by the churches to accompany us as we take the offering to Jerusalem, a service that glorifies the Lord and shows our eagerness to help. We are traveling together to guard against any criticism for the way we are handling this generous gift. For the way we are handling okay, we are careful to be honorable before the Lord, but we also want everyone else to see that we are honorable. We are also sending with them an, another of our brothers who has proven himself, proven himself many times and has shown on many occasions how eager he is. He is now even more enthusiastic because of his great confidence in you. If anyone asks about Titus, say that he is my partner, partner who works with me to help, help you. Me. And the brothers with him have been sent by the churches. And they bring honor to Christ to show them your love and prove to all the churches that our boasting about you is justified. Okay. 
verse this reading. Okay, it's Psalm 50, verse 1 to 23. I got it. Okay. okay. The Lord, the Mighty One, is God, and He has spoken. He has summoned all humanity from where the sun rises to where it sets. From Mount Zion to the perfection of beauty, God shines in glorious radiance. Our God approaches, for he is not silent. Fire devours everything in his way, and a great storm rages around him. He calls on the heavens above and earth below to witness the judgment of his people. Bring my faithful people to me, those who made a covenant with me by giving sacrifices. Then let the heavens proclaim his justice, for God himself will be the judge. O my people, listen as I speak. Here are my charges against you, O Israel. I am God, your God. I have no complaint about your sacrifices or the burnt offerings you constantly offer, but I do not need the bulls from your barns or the goats from your pens, for all the animals of the forest are mine, and I own the cattle on the thousand hills. I know every bird on the mountains, and all the animals of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for all the world is mine and everything in it. Do I eat the meat of bulls? Do I drink the blood of goats? More, make thankfulness your sacrifice to God and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Beautiful. Then call on me when you're in trouble and I will rescue you and you will give me glory. But God says to the wicked, Why bother reciting my decrees and pretending to obey my covenant? For you refuse my discipline and treat my words like trash. When you see thieves, you approve of them and you spend your time with adulterers. Your mouth is filled with the wickedness and your tongue filled and your tongue is full of lies. You sit around and slander your brother, your own mother's son. While you did all of this, I remained silent, and you thought I didn't care. But now I will rebuke you, listing all my charges against you. Repent, all of you who forget me, or I will tear you apart, and no one will help you. But giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly honors me. If you keep to my path, I will reveal to you the salvation of God. Let me repeat that. It says, but giving thanks is a sacrifice that truly honors me. Amen. If you keep, stay to my path, I will reveal to you the salvation of God. Amen. That's awesome. Awesome. And up here in, it said in, um, make thankfulness, it's in number eight. Uh, 14. Make thankfulness your sacrifice to God and keep the vows you made to the Most High. Beautiful. Okay, but this is... Make thankfulness your sacrifice sacrifice. to God. Amen. So, but giving thanks is a sacrifice. Remember how you always tell people Mm -hmm. it's a sacrifice of obedience for one thing. You become... Actually, you become the sacrifice to the Lord. Amen. You're hurting hurting feelings. Yeah. You're a child. You now you're a child of God when you yeah. respond like a child of the Father. Yeah. Then call on me when you're in trouble, 
And I will rescue them. Here's the, and you will give me glory. A lot of times we don't give God the glory when he rescues us. Mm. Give him the glory. We say, my faith got me this. What did the Lord got it for That's you? That's right. I like how it says, if you keep to my path, mm. I will reveal to you the salvation of God. And it's interesting. So, the salvation mm-hmm. is not only salvation, but salvation from pearls, from danger, from mm-hmm. yes, from bills, from mm-hmm. sickness, from mm-hmm. disease. I, by giving yeah. thanks, it's a sacrifice yeah. that really honor, yeah, truly honors me. Right, and you get it's it's good because it's like the revelation is how do I access the the, the blessings yeah, provided for me mm-hmm. that I have inherited. Amen. That's right. In a long life, will they satisfy me? God will satisfy me and show me His salvation. So, you know, there's a lot there that God reveals as we go through our walk. You know, a lot of people just think forgiveness is it. No, there is so much more to be received from heaven. Amen. So much more. Yes. Those who uh, reign in life, they have to receive the gift of righteousness and the abundance of grace. Romans 5, 17. Amen. Amen. Proverbs 22, 22 to 23 says, Don't rob the poor just because you can or exploit the needy in court. For the Lord is their defender. He will ruin anyone who ruins them. Amen.